to the Social Media Mindset Podcast. Social media is hard, but trying to do social media as somebody else is impossible. Do you struggle with imposter syndrome? Do you hate seeing yourself on camera? Are you unsure of what platform to be on and how often to show up there? Well, join the club. On every episode, you'll hear a real life person talk about their successes and struggles on social media, how they overcame their own insecurities, and they'll give practical insight for you to apply today. So if you're ready, let's start the show. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Social Media Mindset Podcast. If you've been listening for a while, please, please, please don't make me say it, but I've got to say it. Please make sure that you've left me a review because you know what happened? I got a review two days ago and then I looked at my analytics and look look at who was trending in, in the marketing podcast on iTunes. I was. Why? Because people are actually leaving reviews. So please go leave a review for me. It would mean the world to me. But enough about that, because I have got with me today uh, a guy who has become a good friend of mine. We can just talk marketing for years. And so we're <laughs> going to try to channel our year-long marketing talks into 30-ish minutes on this episode. But Harley Lee is a realtor in North Dallas. He is an unbelievable marketer. We met when we were both asked to speak at an event where you spoke and then I followed you and, and bro, I just, I love the passion that you have to create good content for the right reasons with the right heart. And, and so Harley, bro, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you, Kyle, for having me up here. I mean, I've been, um, start off with that. We had this conversation before too. Like I have been watching you for years you know, silently, you know, in, in, in the background, picking up things here and there. And then the moment I found out that you were going to be speaking right after me, you were sitting right there in the audience. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> then I got to rethink about my speech, what I'm going to say. <laughs> but, you know, but, you know, like a- after that, we, we just kind of have to stick to it because there's only one truth to social media. Yeah. You know? So eventually we'll get to talk about it. And then and then the fact that you came on afterwards and it will just give me a confirmation about my knowledge and my understanding with social media. And you just kind of confirm that from that day I have, I'll be like a lot more comfortable um, doing my thing in the social media world for real estate. I love it, man. And you, you said at the beginning that, and then this was a while ago, but at the beginning of the class, you know, you told everybody, mm-hmm. this is how many deals I've gotten from Instagram this year. Yep. All right. And and the beauty of that is number one, how many wannabe social media experts do we have in real estate that want to talk about how great they are at social, how many followers they have on social? Yeah. But when you ask them how many deals have you got, their tone changes. Yeah. Right. Yep. And and so let's let's just jump into this because there there are realtors all over the country yep. that have more followers than you. Uh-huh. But I would argue that very few of them are converting at the level that you are because of so many things, but most of it being your willingness to be transparent on social media, be you, but not just be real estate. Yeah. And so talk to us about like just kind of the framework that you look at like Instagram with. Yeah. And and what you try to accomplish. 
and and then we'll we'll dive in and out of different stuff as you yeah do. okay so i think i think first um the first thing first that comes to social media for me will be the mindset um because me and my wife we've been doing social media for years so um in a little in a little bit in the background that me and my wife we have a youtube channel we've been running that for five years and back in the day we're in the medical field so i was in nutrition diabetics and she was in um, kinesiology. So we talk about, you know, workout, nutrition and stuff like that. So we like that stuff already. So five years doing YouTube, it teach us how to be ourselves in front of camera. Yeah. And when is thing going to start booming for us? Because, you know, doing within five years in, 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 in the YouTube world, maybe the first two and a half year, you don't see anything. You don't see any mm. attraction. But that moment and that time where you, you kind of get used to the camera, you kind of want to say what you wanted to say. And then the video that you never expect to boom, that's the one that boomed the most because yeah. people like how close you are to them as a way of you talking and explaining things to them. So when I came to real estate, I applied the same exact method that I used there because at the end of the day, what makes you stand out is because you have to be, you already stand out as the person. So my question when I was doing real estate, because I had YouTube background, I had photography background at the same time. So then at the end of the day, I was like, okay, um, not everything. I understand that not every single business are open to serve everybody, right? Um, not everybody want to work with you. So the goal, right. the ideal goal here is how can I get in touch with the people who, who I like to work with and actually like what I do as a person outside of real estate too. So then we can create some commonality conversation um, in the beginning during the transaction or even afterwards, you know? Um, that's how I just look at social media as a way for me to expose myself because the rule of thumbs when it comes to real estate is people get to know you and then they like you and then they trust you yep. and business doesn't happen if they don't trust you. And this is, we're talking about dealing with home that hundreds of thousands of dollars. And this is some, somebody, you know, a lifetime of safe saving that pouring to this. So that's why the trust had to happen for that transaction to convert but for you to get there on social media, you get people to like get to know you, like you, and then trust you first. You know, so when yeah. I was brand new, I was like, what is the fastest way and where is it that people can get to know me fast? Yeah. And so what what was that answer? Right. Like mm -hmm. how how did you decide? Well, because let me preface this. You and I talked last week yeah. about a couple real estate accounts on Instagram. Yeah. That all they do is mm -hmm. post videos of houses yeah, and they're getting tens, if not hundreds of thousands of views to these videos, Absolutely. which the average realtor is like, wow, yeah, that's amazing. Yep. But there's not a, a human being present really at all. Exactly. Yep. And so how did you decide, like, what am I going to talk about outside of just real estate or how am I going to show up when I do talk about real estate? to help that trust begin to form and not just be a billboard yeah. on social yeah. media all the time. Yeah. So, um, so technically the way that I learned that process is because I, I myself are guilty of that. I fell into that trap yeah. early out in the real, uh, in, in the uh, reels, whenever Instagram came out with reels. So, so at that moment, I don't, I didn't know what real is, but then I post a video and I get like a high organic reach. And from that point, I would have a concept of my mind where like, what Whatever works, double down on it, right? So yeah. I went into the um, the time where I'm just posting homes. But then when I think about it, 
this is where the misconception happened because pe what people do to me at that time is like, hey, Harley, can you give me some info about that property you just posted? And you give it to them and you talk to them and kind of like that. But they then they just say thank you and they, they move on. Mm. At that moment, I realized as a real estate agent, I have no value to that person. So then I understand at that moment, I learned that, hey, real estate agent, we're providing a service, not a product. So when... So when people come to you, let's say you're a real estate agent, why do people need to hire you? Because, because of your, your skills, your negotiation skills, your tactics, how to get them into a homes, how to sell the house for top dollars. These are a service and a skill set. So whenever somebody refer you to a, an agent and that client go to your page and all they see is you posting home about homes, like the location and stuff like that. You promoting a product when you yourself is a service. So I see the misaligned. Mm. You know, I see that you you trying to promote a service, but then you try to promote a product on your page. It's the same thing between you know a dealership that promoting cars versus a a auto repair shop and, and promote the cars too. No, the the, right. the auto repair shop need to promote their service, not the car. So good, you know. So then that's when I understand. Hey, I'm missing myself like how can i promote myself as a service provider to help you get what you want and that's what the people wanted to hear and that's when people go to your page and they decided to get connect with you or contact you for the needs it because of yeah. that not because of the house you posted so okay so let's pause for a second uh-huh because i i think 90 percent of the people that are listening to this yeah what you just said didn't register yet. Yeah. Because guys, if you like pause this episode right now. Uh-huh. Okay. Guys, go look at your pages. And are you showcasing yourself as a service-oriented business or are you simply peddling houses? Yeah. Because if you're peddling houses, how in the world are you different than any other realtor on the planet? that guess what has those same houses to pedal, same house, same neighborhood, right? Same the same yeah. ones. Same one. And, and so what you're saying, Harley is it's, it's about the service. Yes. In between the houses, right? It, it, it takes me back to remember when Uber, they added an additional fee. If like, you didn't want the driver to talk to you, uh -huh. you could pay a little bit of extra money. And it's the quiet service. Oh, yeah. Right. Wow. It's yep. not about the car. It's about the quality of the service while you're in the car. Yep. And and I and I think what you because we you and I had this conversation last week. and I was like, bro, this is so smart. Yeah. This is where this is where realtors are missing the boat. Yep. And it is it, they're I, they're messing this up. I, I and I saw it. I and I saw it, I see I'm seeing it right now. Me and you have look at that account. So yeah. We, we analyze the problem that comes with that. Like whatever, whatever they're doing is so new, but then the deeper that you get into that, uh, into that posting homes, then the trap get bigger because at the end of the day, like me and you had a conversation when we broke it down like this, you can't, once that Instagram give you that organic algorithm exposure and you stop posting those content, yep. your, your interaction going to start dropping. And that's going to cause the algorithm to recognize that, hey, this account might not be posting things that people wanted to see anymore. 
But that's only happened when you start to realize that you're not promoting yourself enough. Right. Right. Because at the, the, I was like, at the end of the day, you'll be running out of house to shoot. You know, if you could keep shooting model homes or brand new homes, like eventually you stop running out of home to shoot. So I don't want my business to just based on me posting homes. Yeah, because we like guys, you have to. I wrote this down while you were talking. Uh -huh. You get when it comes to social media, guys, you get what you attract, yeah. not what you want. Yeah. And so the biggest danger that I see as a marketer And as you see as a realtor and a marketer um, is guys, y'all get so caught up in the, the wrong analytics. You get so caught up in the vanity of this industry. Yeah. And so you and I were researching accounts last week mm -hmm. and guys, we're looking at accounts that have 20,000, 30,000, 40,000 followers, a hundred thousand followers. They're mm -hmm. getting half a million views to, to some of their reels but they're all houses. And then you go look at a post that they try to make of them as a person. Yeah. Four likes. Yeah. That's not what they're there for. Yeah. Right. That's, so, what, that's not what the audience wants. Yeah. And that's not what their audience wants yeah. because they've, and guys, so this is why we've got to be careful, right? The, the, the experts out there that are telling you how to get the most eyeballs the most eyeballs is rarely the right ones. Yeah. Right. And, and so this is the power. And I was encouraging you last week. I was like, bro, stop it. Like, stop letting this discourage you Yeah. because yeah, yes, sure. they have so many more followers than you, yep. but look at how much, how many likes you get when you're actually in them. Yeah. Yeah. And they I can't even that. touch that. Yeah. I can see it now. Like, Um, I go back to my page the other day after you said it and I went back to my page the other day and I was comparing the, the interactions and the engagement that I have on video of homes and also video of me, just me talking itself. Right. I got the same, the same type of engagements. It is no dropping, you know, it's even more than the home that I posted before that. Right. So then, yeah. So then I, I see the value right away when you pull it up and you show me, Hey Harley, look at you and look at this person. And I'll see it right away. Like that's even me doing that. I still didn't see it for myself that clearly until you, you give me the split screen. It, it's huge. Yeah. Right? It's when, when, yeah. But this is also such a powerful conversation because bro, you and I know what to do. Yeah. Yet we still, as the experts can fall victim to the vanity of this. We are like, that, right? that's why I talked to you about it. I'm like, Kyle, look, so I'm, I'm in this dilemma between should I do this or should I stick with what I'm doing? Mm -hmm. See? So then I still have like thought in my mind where I'm like, dang, like they had, they getting that, you know, crazy exposure. Like even me, myself are getting into that, you know, that we always need somebody to be there and be like, Hey, slow down, take a look at this, take a look at that. Make sure that you see the whole picture before right. you, you're letting the emotion play into this game, you know? 100%. So yeah. So that, so my method right now, I remember I was watching one of your videos, like, the method of record post and never look back at it. That's the rule that I follow. Just I record, record post and never look back at it. That's it. That's it. You know? and, and, and Hey, what I meant by not looking back at it is not looking back at it for a certain amount of time. So you don't feel that weirdness anymore that right. that video already established, but you still have to go back there and to check if the audience is interacting with you. You know, dude, uh, I, I did a video last week. Yeah. Uh, it was a real, And I purposefully, right, for, for those of you listening, right, I am a large human, 
All right. I am, I am six, three, 296 pounds. <laughs> and, and so, um, I get tired walking upstairs, right? Stairs are my enemy. And so Harley last week I was speaking at a big event in North Carolina yep. and I was at the bottom of these stairs and I thought, you know what? I'm going to hit record right now as I walk up these stairs. So you can visibly see me start to breathe heavy. Yeah. And, and so I recorded, it was like 35 seconds. And I was like, guys, look, I'm breathing heavy right now. And then I was like, look at my hair. I ran out of ha hairspray like mid spray this morning. And so my hair doesn't look the way I want it to look right. The lighting isn't perfect. The angle was down here. <laughs> right. So it was a horrifying angle. Yeah. But the whole point was like, guys, your people will appreciate this type of content. Yeah. Because they're your people. And, and so this is what we have to let go because we talked last week uh, about how individuals that, that try to use the, the trends to grow their following, mm -hmm. no one appreciates them. Yeah. And so then they try to teach what they're doing and they can't Yeah. because they're just riding the waves of trends. They're not actually doing anything significant. Yeah. There's no formula behind that. Right. Yeah. And, and so... Talk to us about like if I'm a new realtor, mm -hmm. right? And and so I've come to you and I've been like, dude, this guy over here has 50,000 followers. Yeah. And, and and I can't decide like who do I want to allow to lead me? Yep. Right. Now they've convinced themselves that you're, you know, I want to do it the way you're doing it. Mm -hmm. How would you coach a new agent through developing like content strategy? Okay. Yes. So that, that's, that's something that I do for my team right now. Yeah. Um, anyway. So the first thing first I, I'll tell them is like, follow the rules, know, like, and trust. The first thing first, you, you got to get people to know you first, know you as an agent. Yeah. And um, the number that we will talk about last week was like, people have to hear about you and your title at minimum seven times for them to remember who you are. Okay. And when, when, before I saw real estate, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts, coaches and stuff like that. And they always say one thing is your job to remind people what you do for a living. It's not their job to remember what you do for a right. living. And especially right now in Dallas forward, we are, uh, we have about 200,000 agents or more right now in the market. Yeah. There's more agents than the clients right now. Right. Right. So then, um, so then I'll tell them like the first thing first, you know, you got to get people to, to know you and then, you know, what type of uh, target audience you want to serve, then that dictate what platform you should be on. What is the ma majority of the platform? Let's say millennials and Gen Z. We, the biggest thing for us right now is going to be Instagram and TikTok. And TikToks are no longer 14 years old, 15 years old kid. If you look at the data of TikTok, mm -hmm. there's more than 35 and up are joining TikTok at the large scales of the consumer on TikTok right now is no right. longer it. So if you think TikTok is for a young adult, no, it's no longer that, right? So then once you nail down your target audience, then you know exactly what their behavior is, yeah. how to connect with them. For example, like I have clients that millennials and when I wear like a sweatpants and stuff like that to go show house with them, they, they, they told me like, hey, it's easier. It's more comfort, comfort mm -hmm. for me to see you dress this way to come show a home with me. I feel more com comfort with you uh, right. instead of, you know, putting on a suit. And I'm not saying putting on a suit is not right. Putting on a suit is right for a certain kind of clients. Sure. They expect you to show up like that. So the, the reason is, the reason why I talk about it is 
once you find out your target audience, you need to serve them the way that they want to be served. And then you ask yourself, who else do I want to serve beside this? Then started to create the content for those type of uh, audience. It might have not that much likes or view in the very beginning, but eventually right. you build out that audience while you have business with the audience that you already having. And I broke it down to two parts. When we say post a video about a model home, and then it gets you like the exposure and stuff like that. That is not wrong. It's only wrong when you're not, you're not knowing how to balance it out. I always right. broke it into two types of content. Number one is going to be the exposure content, meaning okay. the content that gives you the exposure, putting your names out there and people come to your page and follow you. The second type of content is going to be the authority content. Authority content is going to be content that you showcase your service, showcasing your skills, showcasing to your audience what you can do to help them either get into the home or sell their house for top dollar as a young agent in this market. Young agent I meant is the people that just got their license. It's not about the age. So that's the two type of content that you need to start balancing yourself out. That's the foundation that I think every single agent right now should focus on uh, attraction and an authority. Okay. So man, I love this. I love yeah. this. So, so give, give us, Let's just start with exposure because you said it first. Yep. Right, give us an example of exposure content. Okay. And then give us an example of authority content. Okay. It's really easy. So exposure is going to be targeting people that want to see, for example, have nice houses, right? But yep. even, even with the exposure content, I still connected myself in that video by being in the front of the house or be at the end of the video. Yeah, so yeah. as a real estate agent, what we need to focus on. So one thing that I learned is back in the day, I walked through a model home and all I focus on is what material they use to build that home, to build that model homes. And then slowly I find out that I'm doing the salesman job. I'm doing the salesman job. My job as a real estate agent is to let my client knows what is the tax rate here? How much does it cost for a lot? How many lots are there? Uh, pricing, where does it start and where does it end? Yeah. That's a, that's a job as a real estate agent. So normally with the attraction content, I'll be in front of the model home. I'll be like, hey, guys, um, I'm in front of the new model home here in McKinney's. The price range is going to be about eight hundred to $900,000. Tax rate going to be 2.4%. They have about 15 lots right now in this subdivision. So if you're in this market for something similar to this, hit me up and I'll get you in. I put that portion of me either in the front of the video or yeah. at the end. So it's mix good. it up because they need to see what they wanted to see or like to see. And then they like to, and then at the end, they get to see you, hear you and feel the energy from you. Yes. So even, even with the attraction content, I still try to put myself in there because that's what people want to know more than just looking at the house. Huge. Right? So guys, then, pause. So pause, Harley, pause. Uh -huh. yeah. Guys, please stop doing home tours and act as if you're touring a funeral home. Yeah. <laughs> it blows my mind. How yeah. many realtor tours I watch. Yeah. And you have no energy. Yeah. And so you've got to bring the energy. You've yep. got to let people see like, dude, this is why I love you because the, the energy you bring to the table like that, guys, that is a defining characteristic, whether for you or against you. Yeah. If you don't bring energy and let me give you guys this quick tip as a guy that has now spoke professionally for almost two decades, <laughs> guys, when we're presenting in front of a room or on camera, the stage and the lens creates a disconnect. So if I bring normal energy to this environment, I'll look bored. 
Yeah. So I've got to go a little bit bigger. Yeah. Right. I'm talking louder and bigger than if you and I were sitting at coffee together. Yeah. Right. Sure. If, if yeah. I was doing this at coffee, everybody would be like, what is happening? <laughs> this dude is crazy. Yeah. But it comes through normal across from a stage or in front of a camera. And yeah. so you've got to, it, it almost, guys, you have to almost feel uncomfortable at first. Yeah. Because of the tone of which you take your voice to, mm -hmm. the bigness of which you use your hands, because we can't work in here. Yeah. Right. When you're in front of a home, you got to be like, look at this. <laughs> right. And on camera, yeah. it looks amazing, but it feels yeah. weird. Yeah. So guys, just remember that as you're working through exposure, attraction content. Okay. Yeah. Now, Harley, authority content. Authority content, uh, I break it down to really easy that you can do content for yourself or interview your professional that you work with. So video that I would do for myself uh, to put myself up in authority in the, in the market is going to be simple as market updates. Okay. Right? Or, hey, guys, market updates. We're going through the first quarter of 2022. Look at the house are being sold right now versus last year. Same quarter. What does it look like for us this year? How's offers going? How's our house are selling? How's the um, showing going to be scheduled through your listing? Things like that. Things that things that about uh, people might say this, you know, all of these headlines, all of these info uh, information are all over the Internet. So why would you as a real estate agent need to talk about it again? But sometimes people want to hear it through you. Right. Instead of reading an article. Right. And also, after you bring that piece of uh, piece of information and you you talk about it at the end, you give your thought about it. Like, what do you think about that particular article? What do you think about, you know, the new future in the next three months, six months, eight months? What is coming? What is not coming? Tell them that the new subdivision coming up, what's going on around it, the, the school rating. Right. What is the new building? What is the new highway is going to be around right. that area? That's going to give you more of the authority as a professional local expert as a real estate agent you need to be a local expert and and nothing will tell them that you are a local expert better than that right right the second part of the authority content I, I focusing on is to bring on people from the background so let's say that how many consumers are actually talking to an inspector and know exactly what inspectors are doing at right. the inspections right so then i talk about it i bring an inspector on i'm like hey let's talk about inspection today in this market versus you know, two, three years back before the pandemic, how's inspections going for you guys? What's are different? What are the things that you're looking for? Maybe I pop some questions that more niche to that. So I'll, I'll ask them, hey, if homes are built between 1970 to 2000, what is something that you're looking for when it mm. comes to those homes? Homes that are newly built right now, what is the common mistake that you guys see the most? I love that. That's what gives you the authority because, okay, that's just inspection. What about lending? What about title? What is closing costs, right? What's in the closing costs? Mm -hmm. what, what do you have to pay? And what portion of that closing cost you can negotiate during the process of buying or selling, right? What is important to do? What you should not miss out? Like these professionals that involve into a transaction to help that close, you need to start in putting these people up to the front line because now... The consumer, once they see all of that authority content that you're doing, they know exactly that they're not just hiring you as an agent. Yeah. They work with the whole team and they know who's your team. So good. You know, and so then, good.
And that's the authority that you're going to get from the consumer or your market. That's awesome, bro. And, and guys, it, it really, this isn't rocket science. It's not it. It honestly, I think it takes one main ingredient. I think it takes humility. I think it takes a willingness to say, yeah, I'm probably going to look stupid every once in a while as I'm learning how to do this, as I'm trying new things. But you know what? I'm humble enough to go. My heart is in the right place. I have a desire to serve people. Yep. And I believe that people will see through my mistakes. Yep. And, and, and I'll protect my mistakes with my authenticity. That, that's what kept me going, to be honest with you. That, that thought right there is what kept me going. Because and back in the day, I have, uh, when I was doing YouTube, to be honest with you, I was doing YouTube and I was like, man, I don't want to stop, you know, telling people how to exercise because they might be like, well, you're not even looking that good. You small. Why are you teaching <laughs> exercise? So yeah. I was talking to one of the guy. He had a bigger YouTube channel at, compared to me at that time. And one thing he said that stuck to me all the way until this day, he's like, if your intention is to help people, then it really don't matter if people laugh at you or not. If that's okay. your intention. So then, so then I always focus on like, okay, what is my intention? I want to bring the value to the consumer. I want to, especially in this market, that is not just competitive, it's ultra competitive mm-hmm. for everybody. So the more information, the more we've spent time to prepare for our clients, the better, the more confident they are. And the more confident they are when they come to us, the easier yeah. the job going to be whenever we on the field. 100%. And, you know, giving value to them is one of the way that you can nurture them and earn that trust. And that's how people like you and trust you, even though they don't see you yet. But the moment they see you, first time they see you, so close. You created that commonality between you and them. They hear your voice. Your voice, the way you are, is what they've seen before. It's nothing it's, new. Yeah. Let, let me tell a story real fast. Yeah. Like this story is happening right now. Yeah. Bro, I... I mean, you know, you see, you know, I, I've been doing content now for seven years, uh-huh. ton of which got 50 views, 30 views. It was horrible. Yeah. Right? Like I just knew if I was doing this with the right heart for the right reason, it's going to work out for me. It's going to. right. It's absolutely going to. Yeah. And, and man, I, I kid you not, I've seen a massive jump in my so-called celebrity, right? Yeah. Inside of our vein. Yeah. In the last two weeks, because there's certain people that are finally taking notice. Yeah. And then here's what people don't get, Harley. In the moment that people are taking notice, all of them, because of the world we live in now, they're going to find social proof. What is social proof? Guys, social proof is you hear about me, you hear about Harley, you're like, man, I've never heard of Coach Kyle. Well, now you go start searching me and you go, oh man, he's got hundreds of videos on a YouTube channel. He's got 74 episodes of a podcast. He's got tons of of, of videos on, on Facebook, on Instagram, on LinkedIn. And very quickly, I go from a guy you just heard about to a guy you're surprised you didn't already know. Yeah. And this is why the way you and I do social media is so valuable because there's plenty of realtors out there that can go catch fame in a bucket, right? They can go catch fame in a vacuum where they're like, yeah, dude, I just started my, my channel. 
There's 50,000 followers now. Yeah. Who yeah. freaking cares? Yep. For sure. If that's not converting to opportunity. Yep. Right. Yep. And so guys do what Harley says to do because he's doing it the right way. And, and, and the, the other beauty of what I'm watching you do is you are creating what I call legacy content, right? It, it's content that will last forever. Yep. And it will always paint you in the right light. Mm-hmm. It'll always showcase to people who you are, what you're about, why you serve them, as opposed to some of these other guys that are getting invited to go speak on big stages. Whoopty freaking do. We go to your page and it's all videos of houses. Yeah. Anybody can, a monkey can do that. Yeah. Right. A good video editor can go do that. Yeah. Or because it doesn't, it doesn't require personality to, for that. It doesn't, it doesn't. It You're doesn't. just chasing trends. Yeah. And so guys, do you want to chase trends or do you want to sell houses? Yeah. And, and ultimately that's the, that that's the bottom line. And, and so Harley, the, the way, the way I kind of want to start landing this thing is I want to, I want to have some fun with like, what is some cringe worthy stuff that you watch realtors do? And you're just like, Oh, don't do that. Oh, that's horrible. Like what, <laughs> what are you watching people do that? If we can use this platform to get people to stop the real estate world would be a better place. Um, w- one thing that I'll, I'll, I'll think is going to be a cringe for me for a long time is when you, um, you show up, the first thing when you open a video and you're, you're recording a video is you show off with big brand names, cars, big brand name bags, um, you know, and, 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 and acting like a million dollars of walking, um, you know, yeah. and, and, and that's one visual effect that I will see because as a consumer, they don't see value into that. I think it's sometimes it creates a distance with yeah. the consumer because they think yep. that you do big of a deal now where somebody will wanted to buy a $300,000 home, they will feel ashamed to reach out to you at that level to help them mm-hmm. buy $300,000 homes. You know, so our job is to serve. And then the second things that I think people are chasing the most is going to be like buying fake followers on Instagram. It's like right now it's a big trend on. Yeah. And as a real estate agent, I still don't understand why the number of followers is giving you the authority. Why is that an endorsement? Yeah, it should not be an endorsement because it's so easy to it's so easy to see, you know, right. like they can click on it. They can click on your number of followers and they can scroll a little bit and they will see all these accounts with numbers and from like outside the on the next on the other side of the world are following you. So, right. you know, there's something that young agents are, are hurry because I think right now on, on, on social media um, to, to bring us back to that same point, people always post about closing under contract new clients, you know, five contracts sent out and stuff like that. They never talk about contract that fell out of their hands. They never right. talk about people just fire them because they fire somebody else, um, you know, stuff like that. So the, the truth, when you, un- when you, you know, reveal the curtain a little bit is what the truth is. And the most, a lot of real estate agents are in the markets right now are getting their license. What they think is 80% are servicing, servicing the clients. And 20% is promoting yourself when the reality is 80% is what used for prospecting and 20% is for servicing the clients. 
you know, if, if I, I'll say this, if they yeah. know that's the truth about real estate, they might have a second thought about getting their license. You know, I if agree. they figure out what it is exactly going on in the back ends for you to close a deal. And and one thing that I think most of the realtor that we see are having trouble with social media or marketing or video because they do it so much until they get a lead. And then they stop doing all of that and work that lead, work right. that transaction, close the deal. And now they got to start back from ground zero again. And that's why video production or video for agents is so powerful because the moment you post it, it's the autopilot for you already. Yep. The more you create it, the more autopilot it is fighting for your attention instead of like running your marketing campaign and then help a client. And then once you're done with that client, everything start back from ground zero. Eventually you'll burn out because of that. And that's the biggest reason why I love video because I have client hit me up from the video I posted on YouTube like six months ago. Yeah. You know, and that's, it. When it, and that's when it proved to me that this thing can be autopilot. Yeah. That's it, man. It, it is video is the only form of marketing that works for us. Yeah. Whether we're working or not. Yep. It's work for us days and night, days and night, you know? Yep. It, I'll, I'll never forget. This was, this was probably three, it's probably two or three years ago. Uh-huh. I, I woke up in the middle of the night. It was about 4 a.m. And somebody bought into my coaching program in the middle of the night. Yep. So I made money in the middle of the night. Sleeping. And, yeah. and her message to me was, I couldn't sleep. I was up late. And I was watching Gary V videos. Oh, yeah. And your video played next. And I was like, my video played after a Gary V video? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, guys, that now that's totally random. And obviously, I, I am on a tenth of a percentage of the playing field that Gary V is. Mm-hmm. But that's social proof. When <laughs> I come on after Gary V, Instantly to that person, they're like, who's this guy? Yeah. Come coming on after Gary V. Yeah. And in the middle of the night, it's making me money. That video was a year old. Yeah. That's the power of, of what realtors are missing out on. We tasted it. So we know, you know, and then the more we talk about this until, until they actually take the action, do the job. And then when the result came to them, that's when they start to feel the, the yeah. effect of that. Yeah. So this is it. This is the end of the episode. You get, you get one final opportunity to share with realtors and lenders across America, whatever, whatever you want them to do next, however you want to encourage them. How, how are, how are we ending this episode? I think the number first thing first, if you guys are not doing video, yes, I think you should start to take a look at the reason why you're doing the job that you're doing, why you pick this career versus everything else. I always yeah. ask agents, why do you become an agent versus become a lender, underwriting, you know, stuff like that. There's a multiple, a lot of different things dig down to why you do the job you do and why do you love it? Do that and put it out to the world and see what the market responds to that. I love it. And if you do truly love your job, I, I bet you 100%. Whoever watched that video, they'll feel you. They feel that that love so good. for your career. Yeah. That's a, so that's good. A, yeah. Bro, you're the best, man. Thank you, bro. Thank you. Tell everybody how do, how do they get a hold of you? How do they follow you? All that good stuff. We'll put it in the show notes. Okay, perfect. So um I'm I'm the most active on Instagram, and you can find me under um Harley.realestate. 
And my That's YouTube it. channel is the exact same thing. Harley real estate. I love it. We'll have that in the show notes guys go pay attention to what this man is doing because whether you need this or not, he gets my stamp of approval as, as one of the few in the industry doing it exactly how I would do it if I were a realtor. And so, bro, thank you for leading in front. Continue to do it. And uh, man, it's an honor to call you friend. And thanks for giving me your time. Thank, thank you. Thank you for having me on here. Thank you, Kyle. Guys, we'll be back real soon with another cool person with an even cooler story. See ya. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Social Media Mindset Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please go follow and reach out to my guest. Also, please consider sharing and leaving a review wherever you consume this content because this is the world we live in and your review online for others to see is invaluable for the success of this show. And remember, you're amazing. Talk to you soon.